Hey everyone, welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. Happy holidays. As you're watching this, I believe it's going to be the day after Thanksgiving, so hopefully yep. you had a good Thanksgiving. You're getting ready for Christmas. Let's be honest, most of us just get through Thanksgiving because we want to get to Christmas, right? So yeah. you're probably wondering why we're here today. A few different reasons. We got a lot to catch you up on. Some things have happened in our personal lives. We also have some updates on Big Brother 23. We want to talk about how the dynamics of relationships change when they're on the show as opposed to post-show, why that happens, what mm -hmm. may be some of the reasons behind it. And we're going to catch up on some other things, maybe some other TV shows. Whatever we don't catch up today, we'll probably cover next week or the week after. We're going to do a couple episodes over the holidays but before we get into all that, Cody, how you doing, my man? I We haven't talked much either. A lot yeah. is going on in your life. We, yeah. This is kind of a catch-up for us as well. Yes, yeah, so, dude. I mean, I'm an engaged man now. It's wild. Yeah, I mean. I'm walking around I mean, with my fiance. Wanna, I, 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 now, to be fair, I did know it was coming. Yeah, of course. You yeah, know, yeah. we had talked about purchasing the ring, but, but fill us in on that real quick. How did, how did that all go down? Um, it looked amazing from yeah. what I saw on social media. Christy seems extremely happy. Shout out, Christy. <laughs> yeah. How, Oh, Congrats. she's happy. She's happy. We're already, you know, she's talking about venues and all that fun stuff. And I was like, like it happened immediately after, right? So it's like, we go to Italy. Everybody thought I was going to be proposing in Italy. They're like, oh, you blew it. You missed a great opportunity. And I'm a, I'm a family oriented guy. You know this. And so like, yes. it was never even a thought of doing it in Italy. Like it was, I was like, I'm not doing it there. So we get back and that's when I immediately start going on the hunt for the ring. And uh, it didn't take me long because I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew what she wanted. Um, and so we get back and a little time passes by and I wanted to do it for our anniversary, which was in September, but I didn't have the ring yet. And it was right after Labor Day weekend. So I was like, oh man, then I have to push it. So October 22nd marks the day that I am an engaged man. We did it out in public. Actually, the story of it is, is pretty hilarious. Um, so I did it in the public park and with a public park, everybody knows like you can't just clear out the park. Nope. Unless you're going to make sure. Yeah. Unless you're like making sure you got people there and then maybe there's people around, you know, so I didn't clear out the park. I didn't go that route. So now you, you deal with some things right when we get to the park, there's a bunch of like high school kids hanging out high school girl, which obviously like Christy's brother was there setting up the flowers and all the stuff. The photographer who's a really close friend of mine, Danielle Capic, she was there getting everything set up. And, uh, this, this high school group must've seen what was going on. So the girl, right when I get into the park goes, wow, you really should ask her to marry you. And I was like, I was like, why, why would you say that to me? Mm, right in front of Christy, right in front of Christy. Oh, okay. All right, I'm like, damn. why would you? Why would you say that to me? And now Christy starts asking me questions. And she's like, wait, what? Like, what is that? Like, what is going on? I was like, I have no idea. But now what seemed like a short walk to get to the spot seemed like a mile and a half. Christy's in heels. We're going out to dinner in this area of Red Bank, which is by us. That's a really nice downtown area. So she's in heels. Like, I'm dressed up. I start lugging her through the grass. I'm just like dragging her. And now I'm like in full-blown panic mode. I don't yeah, know you what. You've been preparing for months and now could get screwed up in the last two minutes. In the last second. And so I'm like, I don't know. So like now we're like halfway through like what seemed, I think it might've been like 50 yards that I had to get to. It seemed like six football fields away. So we finally get to the spot and I'm supposed to give like the photographer, Danielle, time to get out. Christy's brother and his wife there, time to get out to get a video. Danielle, my friend who's taking the photos, time for her to get out. I blacked out. I messed up completely. 
they barely got out in time. So now everything is done. She says, yes, it all works out. Like the video is completely botched because an ambulance drives by and it's louder than anything you could hear in the video. So that gets botched. Um, and what I found out is like four feet next to us, there were other high school kids that thankfully Christy's brother was there because a kid like projectile vomited right next to the spot that I had set up. <laughs> so I'm like, what is going on here? Like the sirens are going off. The girl almost ruins it. Throw ups next. And I'm like, should I, what are these signs? Should I have not done this? But in the society, those, those stories, those little nuances, those are what make it special. And you'll tell your kids and your yeah. grandkids all about that because those are the things, unfortunately, <laughs> that you'll remember from the whole day. I mean, obviously she'll remember different things, but you setting it up, the trials and tribulations of making it go yeah. down. That's what you'll remember. Those are the stories that will be funny for other people down the road. But we got to take a quick second here because now that you're an engaged man, going to be married soon, I think we have the perfect thing for you. And it happens to be this week's sponsor, Manscaped. All right, guys, as you know, the holidays are upon us. And whether you're a guy looking to upgrade your manscaping package or you're a gal looking to get your husband or boyfriend the perfect gift that would not only benefit them but benefit you, we might have something for you here. It's the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. And as Cody and I like to refer to it as, the perfect package for our balls and our body. Yes, jokes all around here today. So first <laughs> off, first off, we're going to hit you with the – there's a few different things in this package, and they're all very beneficial. I think we think there's going to be something in here for everybody. First off, let's talk about their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce your grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skincare technology. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4,000 LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave, plus it's waterproof so you can use it in the shower. The next item in the Performance Package 4.0 is the Weed Whacker. This chops the hairs out of your nose and ears. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't have any hairs in the ears yet, thank God, but I do have some long nose hairs from time to time. I never had one before. Now that I have the Weed Whacker, I haven't stopped using it. I love it. Uh, second favorite item on the list. And let's not forget the Manscaped liquid formulations. They're like the pumpkin pie and ice cream after Thanksgiving dinner. You can't live without them. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Toner Spray. Your balls will be living in turkey heaven for these formulations. And also for those deal seekers out there, Manscaped throws in an additional two free gifts in their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Traveler Bag. Now, the Manscaped boxers are probably the steal of this entire package because, yeah, Derek's showing them right now. Got them right here. They're they clean, are, folks. They're clean. Yeah. They're super comfortable. The waistband, which is something that always annoys me about underwear, is, is great. But my favorite, favorite part of this performance package 4.0 is definitely the lawnmower trimmer because for those of you out there that know how this goes, you chew yourself up a lot if you do not have the right buzzer. And for me, ever since I got the Manscaped 4.0 lawnmower, I am barely, like I, I would say that I, you can't go ahead and like hammer yourself, but you can be a little aggressive and you're not, and I wasn't nicking myself up. Now, obviously everybody is different, so don't be like testing whether you're gonna nick yourself up or not. But this trimmer has been the perfect thing for me because I tend to chew myself up a lot. And as Derek can tell you or anybody else out there that has done it, it is painful. The showers are painful and it is very uncomfortable <laughs> when you it's put your underwear lasting. on after the shower. So right. this is a perfect 
perfect holiday gift. Again, if you're a guy listening for yourself or if you're a woman listening that's trying to, you know, take care of your man this holiday season, it is absolutely perfect. And for those Winter Circle listeners, we get 20% off and free shipping if you use code WINNERCIRCLE at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off plus free shipping with code WINNERCIRCLE at manscaped.com. Make sure you get yourself the best gift of all time from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. All right, so we're back. And all jokes aside, dude, you're like a brother to me. Known you, We've known each other for seven years now. Yeah. It seem, doesn't seem like that, but it's, it's been know. seven years. It's and I'm extremely happy for you and Christy. Christy's an amazing woman. And some of the things that you've... We've gotten to follow your journey, what she's gone yeah. through with her cancer battle, yeah. all those things that I, I experienced while talking to you. Um, I knew from the, the jump she was the one for you in that. You know, you guys are going to be together for the rest of your lives. I can't wait to be at the wedding. You haven't invited me yet, but I'm inviting myself. So <laughs> I, mean, I on, will be there. Like, that goes without saying. Yeah, I will be there, and I'm excited for you guys. And I'm sure here at the Winner Circle, make sure we're commenting down below, congratulating Cody and Christy on their engagement. Big deal over here. And so we got to keep doing the Winner Circle so you can pay for the wedding. Yeah, no, big time. Because, <laughs> I mean, I thought I was going to get a break. You know what I mean? I thought it's like, oh, I proposed. We got some time. But it's like, no, you like immediately start, you know, talking about venues, getting a list together, you know, having to go see the venues. I'm like, oh, man, but we're, we're hitting it now. We're, um, we're about a month afterwards, roughly a month out. So I have my time to just relax, take the time to enjoy being engaged. And now it's time for us to, uh, start locking down some of the, uh, some of the venues, different places in New Jersey, um, to find what, you know, is the perfect wedding for her. Cause I'm, I'm pretty easy, but I know yeah. she has, she has a particular view of what she wants it to look like. So we'll as they should, goes. as they should, this is something they've goes. dreamt about since they were little kids. And you know, it's, it's a big day and it, uh, it, it, I'm happy for you guys. So yeah. guys, that's, that's the big news. I'm going to follow it up with something that's not nearly as important, but at the same time, it is very important in a lot of other ways. So you guys know that I'm heavily involved in the true crime community. I have a podcast called Crime Weekly. I've done some shows, etc. And uh, recently I started a coffee company called Criminal Coffee. And the main purpose behind this coffee company was to obviously put out some really great coffee. Spoiler alert. I'm biased, but it is great. And more importantly, to use a portion of the proceeds to give back to the true crime community by helping fund cold cases. And a lot of cold cases, to, there's a lot of financial issues that come up, but the main issue is with DNA testing, it's super expensive. I've had situations where for each hair that we wanted to send off, it was like three grand. That's and crazy. then you have other situations where you have like a Jane Doe or a John Doe or a Baby Doe. Those are basically people who uh, have this, are deceased but haven't been identified. Um, there's a bunch of uh, DNA testing that needs to go into that to identify who they may be. And the way they do that is by using their bones or teeth to extract the DNA. They process it, then enter that DNA into a database, and they try to match it to a family member that may be alive or dead so they can you know, reach out to any living relatives to say, hey, did you lose someone around this time? Mm -hmm. And that's, you, it's basically you got to be a detective and figure it out. But a lot of the times you don't even get to that point because you haven't done the DNA testing, which on average costs between five and $6,000. So we're, we were really excited to recently announce that we just funded our first case. The, the Jane Doe is being referred to as Preble Penny because she was found in Preble County in Ohio. But the DNA testing is being done in Utah, so you guys might have saw on some of my social media lately, I went out there with my co-host, Stephanie, who you guys have met on this channel. Uh, we went out there, we got to observe the actual testing, and we should have some results, knock on wood, in like three or four weeks. 
So we're hoping that we get some positive results. It's not a guarantee. Sometimes the preservation of the bones can have an impact on the quality of the DNA if there's a lot of bacteria in there. But we will definitely keep you guys updated here. And if you're someone who likes good coffee and wants to give back to a good cause, definitely go on over to Criminal Coffee. I believe it's criminalcoffeeco.com. Buy a bag of coffee. Right now, the sale might be ending as you're watching this, but right now there's a sale. Uh, If you put in the code TURKEY, you get 10% off. But either way, We'll have other codes, and I'll keep you guys updated on that as we go because these next few episodes, while we're waiting for Big Brother to come back, are going to be more about Cody and I on a personal yeah. level. We may yeah. bring up some um, – we we did this before. We may bring up some topics that are currently in the news, both good topics and bad topics, maybe some political stuff. We always know that's a landmine, but yeah. we want to let you guys into our lives. So as things come up, whether it's Cody with his process, with the marriage, I'm sure there's going to be some funny stories there or what I have going on on my end, will definitely keep you guys in the loop on that. Yeah, let me let me ask you a question. Now, you funding that is is absolutely insane because I feel like that's why a lot of people don't really have closure, right? With some of these cold cases, family members. 100%. You know, so if you can DNA match, because what you just mentioned, I can't, I, what, it's something Pebble. Preble Penny. Preble Penny. If you can identify who this person is, how how much does that help like maybe reopening that case to try to figure out, okay, it is this person, they were found here, search the area, because it's like, I guess if it's a random body that they haven't been able to identify, does that mean that they don't really search into that case? Like, I feel like, how does that not match up? Is there not somebody missing from that area that they can be like, oh, this body has not been found? Or is it, which is the saddest part about it, so many people are missing that they're like, we can't even identify which person this is. So it kind of yeah, goes so unresolved. It's a great question. So she was found after a, a flood in Ohio in like the 1960s. She was buried in a shallow grave. Her forearm was missing and there wasn't much left over. So they reburied her body and then exhumed her remains in 2019 because now technology has advanced. But to answer your question... A lot of people go missing. They believe it's a she's a woman in her 50s, but they're not exactly sure. They need to do this testing and hopefully identify her. But to answer your question, yeah, there's family members out there right now who may not be immediate relatives, but maybe, you know, second cousins or whatever, older, and where they lost a sister or a cousin or a daughter. And she just was on the, you know, the missing persons reports. And they still to this day don't know what happened to her. They don't know if she's alive or dead. As far as the second part of your question, well, let's say this woman went missing in 1968 and the last person she was seen with was her boyfriend. And come to find out now there's maybe something more to it where there was some issues between the two of them. They go trace that back. We may solve a murder. And I will tell you no guarantees but the detective on this case, we've spoken with numerous times, his name's Adam Turner, uh, he believes that it's it, it's potentially a murder because of the way she was buried. It wasn't near a known grave site. Hmm, okay. So she was probably buried in an area where people were hoping that she was never found again. And if it wasn't for this flooding, her body would have never came to the surface. So to your point, yeah, the main purpose is just giving her back her name, her real name. Yeah. And then if we can, trying to figure out what happened to her. But number one, like you said, giving her back her name, reuniting her with her family so that they have, I hate to even use the word closure, but they have some resolution where now they know um, that their loved one has been found and she can be buried properly and go through the formalities of what happens when someone dies because she hasn't had that yet. So that's the main hope. But 
this is just Dean Doe's and John Doe's. I'll tell you what, dude, there's there's hundreds and thousands of cases right now where there's uh, rape kits. So mm -hmm. unfortunately, when a woman is sexually assaulted, they'll do a rape kit. It's put into a locker. There's such a backlog of those cases where they're unable to process them and maybe identify their offender. It's incredible. So this type of testing is going to help us do that. Yeah. Well, that, that's absolutely insane because I just feel like it's so it's like it happens so often that somebody goes missing, their body is never found, and then the case just gets closed. And I can't imagine how that is for families that just deal with it. And maybe it's something local, like maybe her body gets identified. Now, I'm having a hard time like wrapping my head around, you know, whether her body is identified or not, how somebody can't figure out like, because maybe I guess somebody... Could it be something like somebody drove over state lines, found an area, dumped a body, and then left? Yep. So it may not yep. even be from that immediate area? That's the problem. Dude, that's And they have a couple crazy. ideas of who it could be. There's right. some missing women from that time frame. But without using DNA, it's you can't confirm it. So you can't just go and say, oh, because it, all it looks like is bones right now. You know? right. So it's one of those things where... You can't just look at it and identify them. Dental records in the 60s might not have been as good as they are now. Oh, of course not. So there's a couple women that went missing during that time frame where they think they, it could be her. But without having this DNA testing done, there's no way to confirm it. And obviously, you don't want to get it wrong. No, of course not. Because like, what if it's somebody from out of state and that could really open up something? It's like maybe something local was happening and nobody really knew about it. But now it's like more like a on a grand scale where it's like this person traveled out who was missing. Maybe somebody close to the person in that, you know, recent time after she went missing that they were also gone for a period. Maybe like nobody thought anything of it. So 100%. that's wild. Yeah. It, it, it's fascinating stuff. And we're just getting started. We, this was the whole goal. It was $5,000. We already gave them the check. We went out to Utah. So now we're, we're saving up again for the next one. We're awesome. obviously looking for results on Preble Penny, but as far as we're concerned, we're hoping the more money you raise, the more often we can do this, the more happy endings we might get. That's, that's yeah, the goal. Totally. So it, it, it's, it's something that I've been passionate about for a very long time. When I was on breaking homicide, there were many cases that needed DNA testing yep. and you have the, t the network that can pay for it. But right. what about all the other cases? What about right. the hundreds of thousands of other cases out there that haven't been solved? And now with the advancements in, in science and technology, you can go revisit those and maybe make a difference. That's the goal. Anyways. Totally. That's awesome. That's awesome so, that you guys are doing that, bro. I love that. And yeah. the coffee is awesome. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. I'm gonna have some. Uh, I got another box going. I got a box going out to you and Christy. You got boxes going everywhere, but yeah. it is very good coffee. Like I said, I'm biased, but it's straight from Colombia, Guatemala, Costa Rica. There's th three different blends. Go check it out. There's also if you're into like non-fictional, uh, I'm sorry, fictional stories about you know true crime. We have characters associated with the bag, and there's an update on those characters each week in uh, each month, I should say, on the website. So that's just like a, I call it the adult cereal box. So you can kind of read That's up on the characters as you're drinking your coffee. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. You want to change gears to something more lighter? Well, something back a little bit more to, fun? I mean, kind of back to the relationship stuff, right? We started off talking about the proposal and all that. But I feel like that's that's the what people want to hear about the most. Any relationships yes. that were in the house and what they're yes. like outside of the house, what it's like going through that, navigating it, you know, maybe relationships forming that weren't there, maybe something rekindling. So I think this is what the people want to hear about. You're talking Big Brother 23. We're talking Big post Brother showmances or post yeah. showmances. Post showmances. So you want to start with the obvious one, Taylor and Joseph. I mean, they recently announced, uh, I think it was via People, yeah. um, that they are officially a couple. Although I will say, I don't think anyone was surprised by that, right? We all saw that coming. 
Well, I want to say, bro, I, you never know. You never know. And it's like, so you go out there, you, you you leave the show. And it's like, for me, I was thinking, well, maybe they're just tight. Maybe they just had a really good friendship and a really great relationship. And then after the fact, he was there for her. He's a extremely genuine person, right? So yeah, like, seems like a really good guy. Yeah, he's just a really good guy. So maybe he was just supporting her there for her. We don't know if there's like that physical attraction there. So I got to be honest with you. I was in the beginning, I was like, Maybe they're just friends. Maybe they're just super close. He's there for her and, you know, he wants to stay out in L.A. for a while because, like, they stayed out in L.A. for forever. I think they were, like, one of the last two to leave. And so maybe it could have been that because I was like, what's going on here? They're not really talking about it. And then I kind of, like, faded off because I thought either immediately they were going to announce it or they were going to wait. And they waited and I kind of, you know, I'm not like the gossip column, so I kind of lost interest. But then I saw Mm. they are official. I don't know what to feel about it. I don't know what to feel. I mean, I'm happy for him. I, I know Taylor was, uh, you know, very into him. We didn't know as much about Joseph because he was in the jury house. And also he was kind of hit with some stuff on finale. Yeah. We don't have to rehash that. But let's be honest. There's some people who'd say that's a deal breaker for me. You know, that that happened after we had met. And, you know, I'm just I'd rather start fresh with someone else. But Joseph, you know, he had feelings for Taylor. You could tell he had feelings for her. And, and clearly those feelings have grown since the show. And I will I will say and you can attest to this, it's kind of like our friendship. Mm-hmm. When you're in that house, it's a short period of time in the grand scheme of life, but there's so many hours in a day and you're with them constantly that your relationship is magnified by a hundred in there. Mm-hmm. You go through so many things that would take years to go through in the outside world in that period of 50, 60 days that you're together. Uh, and so they clearly got a good vibe from each other. They've had the opportunity post-show to go out and do some things together, some photo shoots, some guest appearances, and and they've probably just been enjoying each other's company. Totally. Who knows what's going to happen? Are they going to go on and get married and be the next you know, Jeff and Jordan? Who knows? But I'm happy for them to not only win the show like Taylor did and to also come out of it with someone who you care about, and, and, and are going to try and spend, you know, the foreseeable future with together. Maybe who knows, get married one day. That's, that's a Taylor, Taylor won the season. And yeah. <laughs> she really, she really did yeah. <laughs> like have the perfect win on this. Season. Oh, it was insane. And to come out with winning it and then be with somebody. And I will say this, just piggybacking off of what you said, like there's a lot of people that come off the show and they're like, Eh, we're back in the real world, you know, yep. you know, even, even friendships, you know, for me, I didn't have any showmans. I had friendships that I came out of the house with you and me grew because what happens is you come off the show and what, what is the driving force of your relationship? Is it just a experience that you shared together or do you now start sharing outside experiences, your life, what got you to the point in your life that you're at, you know, when you come off the show And then what is happening after the fact? And I think the relationships, why I think ours grew was because it became like we would be talking about Big Brother and that's where obviously our relationship started. But we've talked about other things, issues that we're having in our life, like, you know, helping each other, getting advice from one another, like bonding over outside of post-show experience, post-show experience stuff and and just life experience. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. the fact that they kind of held off on it and then decided to say that they were official makes me feel like after the show when a lot of it is just like the fluff of like yeah we were on the show like you the know Zach's phase. my boy yeah Beast Mode was my boy but like you and Frankie like I started hanging out with Frankie a lot in the city mm-hmm. not big brother conversations talking about acting talking about auditioning different things that he was doing his Broadway shows 
bonded with Frankie over that, which I felt like moved our relationship and our friendship further. You and me, about your family, about my family. You came to visit my family. I came up and stayed yep. by you. We went to Dallas together. We were flying together. So it was New like- Jersey, yeah. We yeah, were we had the thing in New Jersey where you and I are attached Orlando. to the hip. We did the thing in Florida. You and I are attached to the hip. Like you bond where there were other people at those things where I was around them, but not really around them. Yeah. And so the relationship yeah. well, You get to see who people really are. Yeah. Right. Because outside the show, regardless, we're always like a like a subtler version of ourselves in Big Brother because you can't say everything you want to say. Right. They know the cameras on. So when when the cameras are off, uh, we don't have to say names, but there's a lot of people that we've met on camera and then mm -hmm. off camera. They're like a completely different person. Yeah. And, and maybe you like them more off camera. But yeah. there's some instances where you're like, damn, this person's kind of a loser. You know, like, I'm yeah. not a big fan. Or like, wow, that person was really being a character. And like, look, they are a pretty down to earth person. Like you see stuff like that. And so it's, uh, I, my point was that the fact that they like took that time and were, they were definitely together. Then they were separated a little bit, like not separated relationship wise, distance wise. Then they're back together. Like they're with each other. So it's like, I feel like they have a good like feel for one another. And I don't know. At first, at first I thought maybe this is just a friendship, but now I'm thinking like, dude, they may be like. For real. For Legit. real. Yeah, they might go all the go the distance. We hope they do. Obviously, we hope yeah. they're the next the next engaged couple on Big Brother. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. They got the money for it now. That's for damn sure. Weddings she will not be away a problem. With cake. Cake, cake, cake. <laughs> she what was it like over eight hundred K? Eight hundred K. Yeah, she did all right. And then she's obviously had post show experiences. She's on uh, Watch What Happens Live. Bold and the Beautiful. I, I know you were on Bold and the Beautiful. I know you were on that as well. And then they're doing these guest appearances all over the country, making chatter. There's it's crazy awesome. money to be made in that. Definitely jealous of that. I missed those days. That was easy. That was money. fun. Yeah, it was easy money, but it's like money. it's part of it, which is cool. Like I feel like when we were first doing it, people were hating on us. But now oh, it's yeah. like, it was like go do it, man. It's now like, it's, what are you doing? And and they and those clubs and those things. Yeah. I wasn't even a club guy, but I was like, "Yup, I'll be there." Calgary on my way. Yeah, come on up. And it was you know, there I, was a lot of people out there to see us and like to you know interact yeah. with us. So if they can do it, if you're one of the people that come off the show and you can do this circuit, you do need it. to you get it because it don't last. It's a short window too. Yeah. It's a small small window. Yeah. So if you get those calls, don't say, "Oh, I'm gonna blow them off for now and do it later." Because once the new season comes out, you're not gonna get those calls no. more than likely. So no. take advantage of them while you can. However, we got one more couple to talk about. I think we can't. We didn't know this was gonna be the case, and I'll be I'll speak for myself. I didn't think it was gonna be the case, but. Alyssa and Kyle, and it appears now um, they haven't had like an official announcement, but it's pretty much Instagram, social media official. Yeah. They are together. They're in love, according to them, and uh, they're going full bore. What is your takeaway on that? Because here was the interesting thing. We went kind of hard on Alyssa. Yeah. You know, she didn't really stick up for Kyle in the house and all these things. And in hindsight, she probably played it the right way to wait to get out and see what was being said and what, what she missed, like to get the full context. But, you know, I don't think we're speculating here. Clearly, she went back. She watched the show. She heard all sides of the argument and decided, man, I don't think Kyle's as bad as he was being portrayed in the house because I don't think if she felt that way, she would be with him right now. What, what What's your take on this whole situation? Because it kind of kind of came full circle. Yeah, I, I completely agree with what you just said. I think she got off, saw what was being talked about through Michael and Brittany and how they skewed it towards their game narrative. And, you know, we watched, you know, I sat there with the whole interview with Michael and Tiffany and was listening to the whole thing. Like Michael just obviously still just wants to make it seem like it was had no relevance to game. 
whatever. Yeah, you were you you producing that episode. Yeah, but people don't know Cody was producing all of yeah. Tiffany's episodes, so he was behind the camera in every one of yeah. those episodes. So, but you know, after I think maybe seeing some of the clips, seeing some of the conversations, seeing you know where Michael and Brittany got this from and how they really, you know, blew it into this huge thing where Alyssa had no idea she was in the dark about it. And she sees all this. She decides, this is a good guy. I want to be with this guy. And what we felt in the house, we can now grow afterwards. So, I mean, I'm happy for them. I think, you know, it, it, it's a tough situation, right? We talk about it all the time. Like, I was I was very critical of Alyssa in that moment. And also in the week when they were outside and, you know, how she was towards Joseph. I was, I was very critical, which, you know, I, I don't hold back. I've been critical of, you know, Daniel when he was doing stuff towards Taylor. Like, I just... I have my opinion. I hope that she came out and was like, hey, I should have had your back and like known. But then again, I was watching Kyle on the season. Kyle didn't even like defend himself. No, he he definitely was. Uh, he got caught off guard. But I mean, in that said, he did say some things that, you know, you, you, you I think Xavier said it best. It's, it's OK to think certain things, but to say them out loud, if you're going to say them, you got to make sure. You articulate yourself correctly because it could be misinterpreted. But mm -hmm. I do think there was some ignorance there. He said that. That's not me. Yeah. Where he's looking at a group of people because of the way they look and assuming that they're together when they shouldn't have been. So there's growth there. And, mm -hmm. and maybe that's something that behind the scenes he's doing, maybe with Alyssa, maybe by himself. But regardless, that's his personal choice. I had said on the show, you know, he's very apologetic now and all these things. We'll see how he goes going forward. Um, I haven't really seen anything regards. So it's kind of like he's just... You know, letting that that yeah. that I don't know what the saying would be, but letting that sleeping dog lie. Yeah. Um. And that's that's cool. That's his choice. I know some people are happy about them being together. I know some people are not. The moral of the story is, who cares yeah. what anybody thinks? If those two are happy together and they end up going on and growing from this experience, and because of their bond in the house, outside the house, they end up getting engaged and married, just like Taylor and Joseph maybe do then what do we care? Yeah. Why do you care? Just be happy for people if they find love and, and move on with your lives and on to the next season that we can be critical of. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait to be critical. I think I'm going to get more critical. I'm like getting more and more critical <laughs> as the time goes by. Like, I feel like well, I we kind of like, like it. We like it. We yeah. get, the, get the comments going. Of course. Of course. And then people see it. They come off the show. and They're like, oh, shit. Like, I, I know there was a whole new video made of what I said on the Winter Circle about Alyssa. <laughs> And so, oh, and, really? Yeah, there was a whole nother video that like ended up getting like an upward of like almost like 20K views. I'm like, so what I said on the Winter Circle is now being used in another video, which, hey, I, I thought it was awesome. Oh, you know what? Wasn't it like a media company? We don't say it, but there was someone that was like, a, they, I can't remember was, what it was, but somebody tagged me in it. And then I saw it and then yeah, I kept like, like looking. Uh, I was like, look at the, look at the views on this continuing to go up. But hey, listen, I was, I just, you know, that's what happens when you have an opinion, people. You know, you can't just be even keel, but you know, to Kyle and Alyssa, they seem to be like very much so in love, very much so enjoying yep. each other's company. And I love to see that no matter what, because I'm a fan of love. Sorry. You are clearly. I'm a fan of love, dude. And so to see like <laughs> Joseph and Taylor growing into what they are, seeing Kyle and Alyssa sort out whatever they had, whatever they were going through. And honestly, they seem genuinely happy together. I'm so happy for it all. Whether I, you know. Would I have given Alyssa a chance? I don't know. If I was in Kyle's shoes. I think you would have. I think you, you would have. You're so? softy. But I think so. I mean, I, I don't know so. about Joseph. I'd be like this. Wait, hold on. You and him did what? 
Yeah, see that, and that I, I think about myself like Joseph's a better man than me because I would I totally. would struggle with that, and so uh, I'm saying that and as a negative towards me, like props to Joseph. He's just so confident in himself, like he, he can do that. Not not everyone can. Some people that would be a deal breaker, but I think he's a better man for it because that's how that's yeah. how it should be. Even though we're not all like that, and the but I want to go back to great. something. The relationship, is yeah, great, Joseph. And their, their relationship's solid. You can tell that, like, they're a fortress. They're a dynamic duo. They're out there killing it. They look great together. They're both intelligent people. Yep. They both kind of balance each other really well. It seems like they're not just robots where they're both the exact same person. I, I love it. I love the two couples that came out of the season. I think yep. they're both great. I think they're completely different, which which makes it even cooler. Yeah. But something you just said, you can't wait to talk about future seasons. I think we might have hit on it before, but Big Brother has been renewed for what two more years? I think so. Yeah. Two more years and quick thing we don't got to go too deep into. You probably don't even know this, but Netflix just announced that they're putting Big Brother on Netflix. So only two seasons right now, seasons 10 and 14, which I don't hate because 10 is probably my favorite season and 14 was pretty phenomenal too. But bullshit is that? (laughs) Well, I mean, think about it. They're going to start with two seasons that they know are hitters. And go with the number one rated season on viewership and everything. It's season 16. Well, I think I think they probably would put 16 on there eventually because we're the first, whether you liked our season or not, we're the first high definition season. Good. You remember that? That was good. That was a big thing. But Netflix now, I think it's December second. Uh, big Brother seasons 10 and 14 will be on Netflix. So season 14 it was is funny. Literally I, one of my favorites. So it's it's awesome. It's awesome. And and Dan had put a tweet out there, or whatever. But he's like, we're gonna get some residuals on that. And I'm like, yeah, dude, imagine that'd be great. <laughs> right that's a netflix is the real deal so congrats to big brother making that move that's a smart move if more they want to get more eyes that these <laughs> that's some bullshit and as an actor i know how the residuals work i get checks like from different things the the netflix movie i did that i was that i you blinked and you missed me i still get paid for that big so you brother. didn't know about this no I, I i i put it here first for you dude that's a big deal. Netflix like is huge that they bought, but again, yeah, I now think Survivor Survivor was already on Netflix some of the seasons, and now they're they're putting Big Brother on there as well. Yeah, they better put they better sixteen better be, <laughs> and then obviously they have to put the All Star season. No big deal. Yeah, let's go. Let's but go. Let's I think sixteen just is like without goes without say. Like I don't understand why that wasn't negotiated. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's probably something where ten is just fire. Ten is fire. Fourteen's great. Uh, there's got to be a rationale behind it. Maybe they don't want to put all of the seasons on there right now because they want people to go over to Paramount Plus. They want people to watch on CBS because oh, they put all the seasons on Netflix. Why are you going to go and sign up for Paramount Plus? So there's definitely some things going on there. That, you know, People smarter than us are making certain business decisions. Obviously as far not because 16 is the best season of all time, so I'll just stick to that. <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking it and you're saying it. <laughs> no, I'm, it's it's no, I, I'm I'm pumped for it. It's good for Big Brother. We're part of that family yeah. for life. So yeah, I hope our season's on there eventually as well. But shout out to Dan Giesling and the rest of the crew because they're about to get some, uh, probably about to get some followers. Yeah, who do you got? You got stuff. Dan Janelle, Pfft, Janelle. Ah oh, man, but no, it's season fourteen. Janelle wasn't on. Janelle wasn't on ten. Jesus, Janelle was on fourteen. Oh shit, she was on fourteen. You're right. She was on fourteen. Brittany, um, who was she was gr- incredible on season Haynes, fourteen. Boogie. Boogie, Boogie, D- Dan, Dan Giesling, Ian. I mean, Dan, it's like you got Frank Udy's booty. The 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 Dan's funeral is on season 14. You got Ian. Oh, your boy Memphis. Your boy Memphis. Memphis on season 10. Um, you, I Remy, think those are two good seasons because one, season 10, the birthday cake and all the drama on season 10. 
Yes. Libra. And season 14 had drama. So like I will say those are those are probably Bro, those two are good, good like we didn't hooks. have the drama. We didn't have the drama. We didn't. We had the personalities. So like we had personalities which if you want to get hooked to the game dude 10 you want I would the take drama. 10 over yeah. 16 as far as the drama. Yeah. And totally. you had a mastermind edit on there as well with yep. Dan. You had Mr. Spectacular, can't forget him. Yep. We had Mr. Spectacular yep. on season 10. Some big Jerry. big ass characters. Not Jerry crazy characters uh uh show was had, there she was america's favorite that season what, what was the one dude begins with a name, name begin with an oh michelle portuguese princess can't forget her she's on there on my girl from 10. rhode island yeah um yep she had some drama yeah that season's fire i, I could talk all day about it yeah but what's the, okay. ki the kid's name with the begins with the oh can't remember what was his name they 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 were on the feeds having sex up in the room i can't remember his name but he was he was he was Show funny yeah, show it on Netflix. But um, so shout out to that. Um, and we are gonna have future seasons. Big Brother's coming back, so Winner Circle will be back. We're gonna have myself, Cody, and Tiffany. We are gonna do a couple episodes over the holidays, so we're gonna have Tiffany on a couple of those as well. Any final thoughts before we go, Cody? No, I just want everybody to have an incredible Thanksgiving. I, you'll be seeing this episode on or the after, day after Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to all of you that have really supported our channel. You've helped our channel grow immensely. Like I can't believe from last year to this year, just the support for Tiffany coming on here and being our live feed correspondent. Um, the support for Derek and I, you guys are absolutely incredible. So we love you. We love doing this for you, especially in season. Um, and so we're trying to figure out how to make this grow and sustain throughout the years. Last year, you saw Derek and I were kind of playing around with it a little bit. Um, but we want to make sure this is sustaining. So if you guys are watching this stuff, it's off season right now. It's a perfect time to share it. If there's something that you talked about on here that made you laugh, something that you agree with, disagree with, share it out there. Get other people to see it. Get other people inside of this family because the only way for us to continue doing this year around is to really substantially grow so that all of our videos do as well as in season. So we love you guys and love the support. So make sure you guys are liking, commenting down below, and sharing this video out there. Well said. And again, we want to thank this week's sponsor, Manscaped. If you want to get a gift for yourself or your loved one, just head on over to manscaped.com and use our code WINNERCIRCLE. It not only supports the, them, but it also extremely helps us, helps the channel grow. We would appreciate it. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the Winner Circle. We will see you next week.